Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. It's a great time to live in Mississippi, and we're talking about it. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Citizens Bank Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay in, in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, I want to welcome you to the Ricky Matthews Show as we celebrate the men and women who are working so hard in the trenches every day to make this such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, listen, when I was at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, I, I, I talk about this often because it was a really formative time in my life. And I'll I'll remind you why that's so important and why it was so important to me here in just a second. But I remember a philosophy class that I took, and um, I kind of soaked up so much learning in that class. And one of the one of the people that we studied a lot was Carl Sagan. Now a lot of people know Carl Sagan and know who he was, uh, the great astronomer. And in this history book that I get every morning, I noted that. Uh, he was he was he was uh, addressed in a, in a particular quote that that he gave along the way uh, was was noted. But he died back in 1996. It seems like he was here not too long ago. But he was uh, he was someone who contemplated the universe and had a lot to teach about that. But one of the things that he said was this: We are like butterflies who flutter for a day and think it is forever. <laughs> You know, that's actually, let me read it again. We're like butterflies who flutter for a day and think it is forever. He all often talked about sort of where we were in the scheme of the universe, you know, how seemingly small we are and how we're here for such a short period of time. We talk about it on the show a lot about legacy and what is legacy and how can we make our marks and, you know, what's what's the approach toward that? And uh, you know, I think I think some of us think that the world the world centers around us, and that time will end when we end. But it it doesn't work that way. As Jamie Miller and I chatted just in the last few days, that you know the lights won't blink when we go. So what, how are we thinking about our legacies? How are we thinking about the marks that we want to make? For me personally, it's you know uh, raising great kids and great grandkids and instilling values in them that that we can be proud of and as my friend George Logel said if he can be attached if he was attached to anything that is uh, still going on after he leaves that that ultimately makes a better community it makes people want to come back here who may have left Mississippi then he will be happy and he doesn't care if his name's attached to it or not let me remind you about uh, Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College where it is in my life I was in pre-med I became a paramedic and was in pre-med and made a decision after seeing too much death and dying that I wanted to change my major so I did my dad ran into a guy by the name of Bobby Nichols, who was the uh, purchasing manager at Mississippi Power Company. And and my dad said, my my son is in the process of changing his major, he, but he, wa- he wants to work. Do you have a job in mind? Well, he actually did have a job in mind, and he ultimately hired me. 
And uh, to make a long story short, it was during that time I was at Mississippi Power Company that I learned a lot about not only Mississippi Power Company, but about about how important education was. And uh, Bobby enabled me to go to Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, uh, had some incredible instructors, instructors there. Uh, so many people that really influenced me greatly. Went on to get a full scholarship, academic scholarship to Southern Miss. But Bobby let me work and go to school. And he was the one who said, man, you, you've got a great future ahead of you. You need to really double down on your education, which I did. And um, went on to get my master's. I did an internship at the Sun-Herald along the way. And kind of the rest is history. But I, I, I give a lot of credit to people at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. Uh, Mr. I think T.J. Smith is, I think, the, the name that I remember well. He's the guy who stopped me once in the hallway and said, Ricky, you got, you got so much potential. Get, don't do it one class at a time. Go full time, and I'm going to help you find the money, which he did. You know, it was, a, it was amazing. Uh, and Bobby Bobby. Bobby, Bobby but I ultimately became a proud member of the Hall of Fame from Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. And, uh, and I'm very, very proud to be able to say that. I, I'm thrilled today to have Tammy Franks, who's the new vice president of student services at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College with me. We're going to tell her story, and we're going to talk about why Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is one of the top community colleges in the entire United States. And when I say that, I don't, that's not just a marketing thing I'm saying. I mean it. And, and Tammy's been at the epicenter of that for most of her career. So, Tammy, welcome to, to my show. It's, it's great to see you. Thank you, Ricky. So uh, you heard my story. You hear that a lot, though, don't you? Yeah, yeah. People have been influenced by that school. And it, their, their careers have been impacted greatly, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, you mentioned being a part of the Hall of Fame. That's something I enjoy that banquet every year because we get to hear that we induct someone from each campus every year and hearing their stories and how and so many times it's just like you said, somebody has um, said, hey, you you can do more. Let me help you. And that may be somebody from the outside that has familiarity with the college. Or like you said, it may be somebody like TJ Smith that's walking down the hall and knows you. And that's something I love about Gulf Coast is that our everyone that works at Gulf Coast, they're part of what we call our family. And we embrace that relationships with our students. And we want to make sure that we're helping them. We try to meet students where they are. You know, there are Ricky Matthews out there that are going to, you know, rise to the top and they're going to go and get those full scholarships and they're going to um, make, you know, great things of themselves. And then there are other people who maybe are not, do not have as many opportunities. But the good news about that is, is at Gulf Coast, we do everything we can to help students no matter what. In fact, right before the holidays, um, I had an instructor come to me and say, I just found out I have a student who's living in their car. And immediately we said, my goodness, what can we do to help these student? And thankfully, we were able to find some funding. Um, that's something that we have is we have um, our, our foundation that helps, is able to help students so many times. But we were able to help that student. We immediately called him, brought him up to our food pantry. Um, we have food pantries on every campus. We got made sure he had, he 
fortunately, he was out of his car. Um, he had a family member that put him in a hotel for a couple of days. We got him enough food. We were able to find some funding to help him get into an apartment. And not only is he registered for this semester, but I think we also helped him find a job. So that's extreme. That doesn't happen every single day, but that's the kind of relationships that we have with our students that they are not numbers. They are students. They are instructors, our faculty, our administrators. Everyone is looking to help people, you know, not give handouts, but, you know, hand ups to help people. I, you know, what's what's so profound to me, and I, and I certainly can relate to this personally, and it was certainly in place when I was at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. I know it's even more so today. That is for sure. But it's the sense that as a student, I was vulnerable. You know, I, I was coming in, I was changing my major. You know, I had, I was well into pre-med and had been a paramedic and was going to be an emergency room physician and decided that's not what I want to do. And I wanted to, you know, go back and sort of rebuild my, my base from a business point of view, which I did. But I was vulnerable. And I had a, I had to, it was at that time in my life when I needed I needed the Mr. Stamps of the world to kind of set me straight and Weedle White to to do what she did and I and 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 so many others that I could name. That is an impressionable time, and they helped mold me. And the beauty of being in this position today is that I have the opportunity to to say to all those people that I don't forget. The role that they played, but that's true with every student. Every student, as a, you know, they 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 may have a vision of what they want to do, and you guys see something so much more for them, and you're encouraging them to do that. Or maybe they said, you know, I'm going to go to a four year university. That's kind of what I want to do. But then you realize that they they have a an aptitude to be a sophisticated diesel person that Absolutely. can make $100,000 a year coming right out of your program, and you may direct them in that direction. And I think the evidence of the fact that you get Mississippi's strategic needs today Absolutely. is that through your your partnerships with industry, you've begun to really develop. You know this extraordinarily well being in Jackson County, which is the hotbed for industrial development in our, in our, in our entire state, that that 51% of the students, that more than 51% of students at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College are in non-traditional education now. I mean, how right. how how better to make the point that you guys are helping mold students and serve them in a way that gives them the opportunity to meet their potential? That's Absolutely. not just part of your strategic plan. It's you're literally living it every day, aren't you? Absolutely. And and you make a good point because of the fact that we have so many industries out there that need employees so badly. When we bring our students in, you know, first thing we try to do is, hey, let's do ex career exploration because a lot of students think they know what they want to do, right? Because they heard their, you know, friend or their cousin say, I'm going to go be this, but they don't really know quite what that means. And so we have opportunities for them to do um, different um, um, career exploration, career development. Development and, and and figure that out, figure out what we want to do. But what's great about it is we have over 60 career technical options. And not only do we have those career technical options, but we have been able to secure so much grant funding through state and federal monies over the last two years that we are able to offer. Many of our programs are either tuition free or um, we're able to help them with fees or we've used that money to put new programs into place and buy the equipment so that we're meeting the needs of industry.
It's, a, it's amazing that you're doing it, and you're doing it really, really well. Hey, when we come back on the other side, when, as we continue our conversation with Tammy Franks, who's actually the Vice President of Student Services at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, we're going to talk about, you know, when did she decide she wanted to do this for a career? So uh, we'll, we'll get into that and tell a little bit more about Tammy's story when we get back on the other side. We'll see you. and love for Mississippi is why he's here. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. We're visiting with Tammy Franks, who's the Vice President of Student Services at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. And um, I've really been looking forward to, to getting to know her. She's been in this job for like a very short period of time, but her boss, uh, Mary Graham, the president of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, really sung her praises, and I understand why. I really do. Hey, before we get to your story specifically, I want to I want to make sure that we don't lose an important point that kind of is a basis for a lot of the conversation we'll have after we hear your story. That is that, you know, what's what makes Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, I think, so darn effective is that you have a strategic plan approach that is literally a living document. So in other words, you don't just have a planning approach and then develop a plan, put it down on paper, and it sits on a you know bookshelf somewhere, and you might come back to it a year or two from now. You guys are constantly thinking about what adjustments you need to make. So the so in that regard, the the college and the and the the multiple campuses that make up the college are always in sort of this this evolution of change bringing on new programs, maybe doing away with programs that aren't really working anymore. But the whole, the whole notion of it used to be only two plus two. In other words, people could get a community, go to community college, get a nursing degree, get a great nursing degree, I might add, and other two-year university, excuse me, two-year degrees. Uh, a lot would go on to, to senior college. Then that was the model, and that was kind of the way it worked for a lot, a lot of years. But as you guys started developing these strong relationship with industry partners and understanding what their needs were, the shift of the community college began to really happen. Now, I want to make one thing very clear that let's say the nursing program that I just mentioned. Um, one of the top nursing programs in the entire United States. I mean, and there are other programs that are that way too. The community college system in Mississippi is one of the strongest in the United States. Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is one of the strongest within the community college system in Mississippi. That makes Mississippi Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College one of the strongest community colleges in the entire United States. Absolutely. And that they didn't get there by chance. They got there because they're working in the trenches to make sure they're addressing the needs of their students and addressing the needs of, of what what the the opportunities are for those students out in the real world. Um, that is a big deal, isn't it? It absolutely is. And and Ricky, I must put a plug in for our nursing that you just said because we um, got our um, numbers back recently. And last spring, our graduates. So we we got the list of all graduates in the state of Mississippi by college, right? All every one of our RN and LPN students pass the state boards, which is NCLEX, 100%. Every single student passed. So the fact is, is 
we have a wonderful program, but unless they pass the state boards to become a nurse, it doesn't matter, right? And so we were so thrilled when we saw that every single person um, passed. And also my son actually just graduated from our nursing program in December. So he is currently putting resumes out right now. <laughs> wow. That so, is so that's incredible. how much I believe in our nursing program. Well, the other thing that you can brag on is that once they get out of the program, there is 100% placement. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, goodness. Yes, yes. I mean, honestly, he's putting in resumes, but that's just a formality because everyone's looking for nurses right now. And, and as you mentioned before, you know, the, about programs, whether it's nursing or, or other health programs or other career and technical programs. Every time, you know, we look at our programs every single year. In the spring, we look at every program, Dr. Graham um, and the vice presidents and, and the deans, we look at them and we say, are these the right programs? And we don't make these, we don't sit around, you know, and make these decisions by ourselves. These are the decisions that we work, as you said, with workforce, with our local industries to say, are we producing the product you need? Because it doesn't matter. We're, we're not doing a service to our students if we graduate somebody in a program and there's not any place to go work locally or, or at all, right? And so that's something that every decision we make in all of our 60 career and technical options, we make that with the right people at the table. Well, look, you got a Ph.D. in higher education from the yes. University of Southern Mississippi, but I should point out that you also are a product of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. Absolutely. So, uh, you, you know, you, you it's, it's clear from looking at your resume that you uh, you knew education was going to be a big deal for you, but what was it? It wasn't necessarily clear at the beginning, though, of your education. That's what you wanted to do, is it? Oh, not at all. Um, in fact, well, so let me tell you this. I am a first-generation college graduate. Um, my parents, they did not graduate from college, but they always said it's not if, it's when you go to college with my sisters and I. And so, but when I did enroll at, and I went to the Jackson County campus, all right, so I was raised in Jackson County. I went to the Jackson County campus, and my, and I was one of those students that I didn't have parents that said, oh, I'll go out there with you because, you know, parents go with their children to places now, right? Um, but it wouldn't have mattered because they didn't go. They didn't have anything to, to help me with. And so, you know, I had to go out there. And thankfully, like you, there were people there to help me and say, hey, this is how you get enrolled in classes. This is what it means. These are what all of these higher ed terms mean, right? Um, and so I had a very good experience as a student at Gulf Coast. And so when I had that opportunity. A friend of mine was working at the college when I was in my early 20s, and I had the opportunity. A job came up in the business office, and she suggested, you know, would you be willing or would you like to come apply for this job? And at the time, I had my husband and I had been married a few years, and um, I was working in industry and we're wanting to start a family. And so I said, you know, I, I was thinking, yeah, that'd be great. I'll do that for a few years, you know, start a family, and then maybe I'll go back out in corporate. No way. I got the bug going to going to higher education. It was not something that I thought I wanted to do or would ever do, but I realized that um, helping students and working with students, because I could see myself in so many of those that needed that guidance, that needed somebody to um, answer a lot of some a lot of questions, explain what certain things mean. I saw that in you know in them when I would help them, and so 25 years later, here I am, still working at the college. That's that's so, that's so interesting. And by the way, you're you're telling my story too. That my parents didn't. My parents were entrepreneurs. They didn't mm -hmm. go to college, so. 
you know, they didn't they didn't know how to guide me as it related right. to that. They they knew, you know, they knew that uh, it was important. You know, right. obviously they knew it was important, but um, but they didn't know how to guide me. And so I had I looked to counselors. I looked to people at the various colleges that I went to along the way. And um, and I just, gosh, it was so important. And then, of course, in in my career, um, in analyzing the people who worked with me, boy, education was really, really important. Um, Because it broadens your, it it, it may not be the things you learn. It may be the way you think. It may be, you know, improving your analytical skills. It may be about problem solving and being able to analyze things and put things in perspective and using the knowledge that they're, the more global awareness of things to, to, to really understand your place in a situation. Um, that was really important. And did you apply yourself? You know, one of the things about the way you did it, though, it made you, like, for example, when you went on to get a degree in higher, a PhD in higher education at Southern, by the time you got to that level, you had a very strong uh, fix on what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I bet you were an extraordinarily good student. I did make good grades, yes. Um, Obviously, I knew the importance of it. And when you're paying for your own education, it certainly makes you work even harder, right? Um, But I did because, you know, I was older when I went back and I had been working in higher education for 15 years or however many, I guess it was about 15 at the time. Um, I did. It was so relevant, much more relevant than when I was undergrad, getting a business degree, an economics class, and they were talking about widgets, right? And I, you know, and and nothing was relevant at that time. So it really was much more enjoyable to go back at the time, um, having higher ed under my belt and enjoying that. What is it like, what is it like to go to Jackson County, the Jackson County campus of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College as a student? And then some years later, literally leave the campus for, I think, eight years prior to your current role. That had to have been, got your, you just developed deep knowledge and passion for that particular location, didn't you? Absolutely. Um, yeah, roots really run deep. Um, I, I, I mean, probably even from just the physical location, just knowing what it looked like. I mean, for those who have not been on our campuses, you know, we have um, now 11 locations. Those have not been seeing how the growth over the last 25 years is absolutely amazing. I think we may have had like seven buildings at the time. We have 19 buildings on the campus, you know, and and, and it's beautiful. And that's something that Dr. Graham has done such a good job of is making sure that we are putting funding into our campuses to make sure that the quality of our campuses, the way our campuses look when you arrive at that campus, mirror the quality of the instruction that you're getting in the classroom. And so that's something we've been able to do over the years on our campuses. And and that's something that I've been really excited about. And and it's really funny because I can remember thinking when I first started at Gulf Coast, you know, I was so young and there were so many people that still work there that um, when I was a student, and I think there's maybe two there now because now I'm the older person and Everybody else is, they're all the young people now. And um, so it's, it's been an interesting ride for the last 25 years. You're, you're wiser. Come on now. You're just wiser. Oh, I am. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I get every note. I'll tell you what. Yes, I am wiser, but it's amazing how much, how much I realize now at my age that I don't know than what I thought I knew at 30. Yeah. <laughs>
I got it, man. Uh, Dr. Tammy Franks, the Vice President of uh, Student Services at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, we'll be back with her after this break. Now, back to more of the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I have my friend, uh, Dr. Tammy Franks, who's Vice President of Student Services and Enrollment Strategies at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. But when I was introduced to her in a note from Mary Graham, the President of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, she actually referred to her position as the Vice President of Student Success. That's actually a really cool title. And maybe that's what you will adopt before it's over with. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what it's all about, a student success. Sure. It, 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 it really it really is. Um, so, you know, you think about Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College and Mary Graham's leadership. Um, it seems like she's going to be there forever. I see her at church every now and then, and she yeah. she seems uh, ageless. That's the way I would describe her. But That's a good she, description. She, she's been a terrific leader, and you guys have a really strong team, don't you? We, we have a very, yes, you're right. We have a great team um, that works, or our executive council that works for Dr. Graham, and she exudes such energy that we feed off of, and um, that helps us so much in our jobs. But that's that's same energy goes, you know, out to all of the campuses and into with our all of our employees. Yeah, so, so you live in Gaucher. Tell me about I your do. family. Um, I've been married to my husband for almost 30 years, and um, my husband, he actually attended and graduated from Gulf Coast as well. And then, as I said before, I have a son, who um, Jake, who just graduated from our nursing program. He actually graduated from the Jackson County campus during the pandemic. And so, but I didn't get to actually watch him graduate because that was when we didn't get to have graduation, but we did a drive-through graduation that year. And so he got to drive through in his car and I got to actually, you know, give him this diploma <laughs> then. So, well, that, but I have just the one child and my husband. Well, looking back, those, those were some weird times, weren't they? Amen. Yes. Glad, yes. glad that those are behind us. Hope we don't have to face something like that. Anytime soon. Hey, listen, one of the things we talk about uh, on the show a lot, especially when I'm with chamber leaders and community leaders, is the, the various leadership programs that are taking place in the community. And I know you went through leadership Jackson County along the way. But, you know, that, that notion of finding how you can participate in the community along the way mm -hmm. as a leader, you can't really do enough of that, can you? No, no. You, it, it's so important to stay plugged in um, because I feel that when I'm plugged in in the community, that's when I find those places to help people. You know, it's through those conversations where somebody will mention um, a, a need and the next thing you know, you're able to connect them with the right people, for instance, at the college. And, and in fact, like an example of that is, is that um, I have been able in the last few years to get very connected through the foster system 
because I met a student who was in aged out of foster care. And since then, I've gotten connected with a young lady in Fostering Futures out of Jackson County, and they do a wonderful job. And that is basically trying to help students who are aging out of foster care who they don't have anywhere to go. They're not, there's nobody that's going to say, oh, okay, come home for the holidays, right? And so um, I stay in contact with her, and we were actually able to place a student who aged out of foster care at our Park Campus um, this semester. And um, that's something, you know, it's, and it's through those connections in the community that you meet people like that, you find out about those people who need help and need us to help come to them and meet them where they are. And, and I'll tell you another um, relationship we just started recently was with Goodwill Industries. I don't know if you know about this, but on the Jackson County campus, we opened a Career Connection Center in partnership with Goodwill Industries. And basically what that is doing, and you mentioned earlier about um, that non-traditional student or person who's hey, I don't know what I'm going to do. That That's in our student services building over there. And you don't have to want to be a student. All you do need is to need somebody to come help you. If you need to write a resume, you're looking for a job, you just need to do career exploration because you don't know what you want to do. You don't have your GED, anything. Step through those doors, come in, meet with them, get some counseling, get some help, find out and, and figure out what's my next step. And then it might be college. And if it's college, they're going to walk you across the hallway, and then we're going to help you get into school. Um, if yeah. it's not, if they like, I need a job yesterday. They they know people who are looking, you know, to hire, and they try to make those connections. That's that's awesome. In fact, I was on the board for Goodwill Industries for South Mississippi for ten years, and was yeah. the chairman was chairman of the board at, along the way. Uh, and during some real formative years, where they were doing a lot of outsourcing and. Uh, you know, doing contract work for Keesler during that time. Yes. Amazing, amazing work. And by the way, on the foster uh, care piece, uh, you have Cammie Martin's uh, contact information. She's the content mm -hmm. producer for the show that, that, that helps to coordinate you. Send her the contact information for that person that you're working with. I'd love to have her on the show. I will certainly and, and, do that. And talk about the work that she's doing. Um, listen, but we left the last segment, though. I want you to tell people who might be out of the job market, knows, who knows they have to get back into the job market they're really confused about what to do tell them tell those people who they can contact so that they can assess what some of the possibilities might be for them as we kind of wind down the show. Okay, certainly. So there's no better time to go to school right now, as I said, because there's so much money available to help students. So um, the best thing to do would be to go to our website at mgcc.edu because on there it has our phone number. So, or we also have a pop-up that will say, can I help you? And so they can start asking that question. So that's to be the quickest way of doing that um yeah. and then of course come to any of our locations and we have 11 locations in four counties well i think that's that's good advice and i hope people follow up on that advice um because it will change their lives it will it will literally change their lives like it changed mine hey listen uh dr tammy frank it's been a pleasure to get to know you better you too ricky thank you for having me on look forward to having you back and congratulations Early. on all your success at mississippi gulf coast community college hey Thanks. listen have a great day and we will see you tomorrow all right take care his passion and love for mississippi is why he's here this is the ricky matthews show on super talk mississippi from the Citizens Bank Studio, welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. We're visiting with uh, Tammy Frank, Dr. Tammy Franks, for the Vice President of Student Services and Enrollment Strategies. 
That's her formal name of what she does. For Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, she has a long career, 25 years, 25 plus years at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, and she led the Jackson County campus where she actually attended as a student for over eight years before her current role. But, you know, I, I, one comment about what you said before we went to break is this notion of as you get older, you really learn how much you didn't know as you when you were younger. You know, I say I, what I've come to understand is this, that the older we get, the more humble we get. And what, what, wait a minute, let's say this. Let me say it this way. The older we get, the more humble we should get. <laughs> now, there's still people who are older who think they have a lock on knowledge, and that's sad that people think that. But the fact is, the, the older I got, the more I learned, the more I learned how much I don't know. And as a, you know, as a publisher of a newspaper where you're involved in so many different things, it's a very humbling process. You know, you have to be comfortable with what you know and very comfortable with what you don't know. And if you don't know, you can't fake it. You have to be very honest about that. But what I came to appreciate is this, that the older we get, that that getting humble about what you don't know is what keeps you thirsty for wanting to know more, what keeps you thirsty for wanting to learn more. So the, the, the older I get, the more I learn, the more I, I read and pay attention and Look for the connections and things. And one of the reasons I love doing this show is I get a chance to learn from people like you. But it's uh, it's so true, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's how I feel about the students is I feel like I learn from them every single day. No matter what age they are, just walking up and getting to talk to somebody for five minutes. It's amazing what you can learn from somebody. It is. It really is. And look, I had uh, Jamie Miller, the executive director of the Gulf Coast Business Council on, and we had a long conversation about something that I'm very passionate about. And one of the reasons why I do this show is to help educate people about the economic engine that is coastal Mississippi. So whether we're talking about Stennis on, on one side and all the blue chip industries that are part of that, or the gaming and hospitality industry, get over into Jackson County and start to analyze the work that the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation has to say grace over, you know, making sure we don't take for granted Chevron and Ingalls and all the supporting industries that are part of that, the aerospace evolution that is taking place, the blue economy and all of that. Um, whoo, man. I mean, look, you, you know, so you educate people, but at the same time, being the leader of the Jackson County campus, the time that you were there, you were very aware of the industrial partners and how unique they are to this community. I mean, there are very few communities that have the number of employees and the kind of leadership involved in a, a Chevron, for example, Absolutely. or an English shipbuilding, for example. Um, you're incredibly aware of that, aren't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and, and like I said earlier, what having those relationships with these big industries is what drives many of the th things we do and the many of the decisions that we make as to what programs that we're either going to stand up or that we're going to close down. Because as I said before, if a program is not producing people who can go into jobs that are relevant and today or that are coming, right? Because there are, I mean, especially in technology, so much is yeah. coming, right? It's just a matter of time with economic development, with our partners bringing in new industries. And so we need to be at the table and make sure that we know what's coming. So we're training people today for tomorrow's jobs. 
Yeah, it's man, it's such a big deal. And and as I was, I had a long conversation with Paul Gallo, who has a really popular show on Super Talk. And Paul and I talked about how does Mississippi, how does Mississippi continue to sort of move the ball forward? You know, we, I, I, I believe strongly that we're only going to be ultimately as strong as our weakest county. So we've got work to do. Fifty-one percent of Mississippians live in rural areas. You have the Mississippi Delta and historic poverty that exists there. And doing things like uh, increasing broadband act access, focusing on improving education, making changes in education so we're more in tune with helping people get employed faster and more relevant, you know, training to positions that are available. Um, improving the healthcare system in Mississippi is something we really got to work to do in Mississippi. Um, and then, and then, as it relates to the work that you guys are doing, making sure that we're in tune with with industry and business, not just industry, but business as well. I think those are the key to, to success for Mississippi. And, um, you know, the people here are amazing, as you well know, people who come here from the outside to, who get to know Mississippians, they see what's in our heart and soul and they love it. They love that. Yeah. I think there's a sense of resiliency that comes from being hit by natural disasters, sadly, though in Katrina's case, the largest natural disaster in American history. There's a resiliency that comes from that that people notice. They notice that we have an ability to bounce back. They also know that in a polarized world, when the going gets tough, all of the polarization kind of goes to the wayside and we help our neighbors. That That's, you know, when you add it all up, Mississippi has a lot going for it, but we still have work to do, though, don't we? Absolutely. Every day we always have work to do. And, and that's why, you know, we're trying to do our part in the education sector to make sure that we are are educating the students who either can go out tomorrow and get a job in in um, our career and technical fields or helping them to transfer on to universities to get, you know, education at the universities that require four year and above. And in fact, you made the comment that you um, went on to USM and um, on a full ride. And so that's something that thankfully we have happens with so many of our students. Not only do we offer so many scholarships to students coming in, we have the universities on our campuses every single day saying, please come to us. And especially those students like you, Ricky, that you know, our honor students that are in our um, honor society, Phi Theta Kappa. I mean, it's almost like a bidding war sometimes trying to see who's going to get those students. And so the recruiters are always in talking to those students. And so there's no reason for students um, not to come to Gulf Coast first, because especially those that already have good grades, um, good ACT, or have, you know, want to be in a, get a performance scholarship, want to have a leadership scholarship, come to us because those universities, this is something, and they tell us this, the universities know that if they go to Gulf Coast and they finish with us, number one, it says, hey, the student started something and they can complete it. So they feel like they're more of a sure thing. They're willing to offer them good scholarships because they know that they're willing to start, they're willing to finish, and they're good students. And so that's why so many students leave Gulf Coast and go away with really good scholarship packages. Yeah, I, I see that clearly. Even back when I was coming out of Gulf Coast Community College, you're right. I mean, I had a, a real opportunity to go to Ole Miss, and I almost did. I almost did. And it's interesting. The reason I didn't, I look back on it now, and it was because there was such a tight integration between Gulf Coast Community College and Southern Miss at the okay. time. Mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, I, it was hard to avoid that. And the other, the other, frankly, was that proximity to home was important to me. Absolutely. And I've I've really enjoyed uh, over many many years. I, I got to know Dr. Joe Paul when my kids were at Southern Miss. And it's amazing. Even, you know, Jamie Miller pointed out that Joe Paul was involved in the leadership role at Southern Miss when he was a student at Southern Miss. So, you know, yeah. oh, Joe Paul's been around for a long time. Yeah, he has. But it's, it's, it's good to see his, his um, real interest in coastal Mississippi. It's good to see the relationship between Mary Graham and, and Joe Paul. Only good will come from that. Only, only good will come from that. Hey, listen. I I want to I want to make sure we before we get too far into this, and we don't we don't lose sight of the most important thing. I think we should talk about, and that is as you go into this new role, um, what's your elevator speech on telling people what the vice president of student services and enrollment strategies is? Because it's a mouthful. It is a mouthful, and that's funny you asked me that, since as I said, this is my second day. I mean, I've been with the college 25 years, but this is my second day in this role. And so um, my goal in this in this position always is, is to do everything I can for the entire district in student services to help our students and to help our employees who are helping our students. And so that um, entails a lot of things. So for instance, um, recruiting falls under my umbrella. And so I want to make sure that anyone, whether it's a high school, whether it's industry, whoever, anybody that needs to know more about education, needs to know more about coming to Gulf Coast, I want them to call because we will have somebody there to help them pay, make that path for them to Gulf Coast. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is that um, there's, a, there, there's this thought that there's a growing number of people who may be out of the job market. You know, they that some sometime during the pandemic, folks fell out of the out of the out of the job market, and some haven't come back in yet. Now, some of those may have been retired. You know, but some they just may be lost and not sure. You know what they're going to do. When we come back on the other side, um, we'll talk about them and and how this you know Gulf Coast Community College could be a real opportunity for them. The average age that, that I remember even. Back when I was there, was was older than the you know the the traditional the four year university. I'm sure that's still the case today. So yeah, people who are yeah yeah 26 people who are deciding mm-hmm. later in their life that I've got to make education a priority. We'll tell that story so people can hear it. So they may choose to come on back and let's figure out what you can do. Okay, when we come okay. back on the other side, we'll continue our conversation sure with uh, with uh, someone who is very passionate about. Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, Dr. Tammy Franks. We'll see you after this break. A Super Talk Mississippi media production. 